Welcome to the Real Man Talk Show. We are here to support, uplift, and and hold down the, the real men, the righteous men of God, right. the guys that try and do their best to live a righteous life. We're here at the TATV Studios in Orlando, Florida, and I got a couple buddies with me. First of all, my man, 50 Grand, Frank Ski. What's up, man? All right, doing good. Good. Frank doing Caratini good. in the house. John. John is in the house. Good morning. How you good doing, morning. John? Man, I'm wonderful. Mic up to you, yeah, man. You I'm, could, I'm wonderful, my brother. You could chill back and yeah, chillax. Yeah, and, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, man. So I was talking to John on the phone the other day, and we started talking about he really went in on uh, the responsibilities of, of men of God, of men of Christ. So I was like, you know what? That's a great title, great topic. So we're going to go in on that. Uh, we're going to chop it up a little bit. Well, I wasn't aware that I inspired this topic. You did, sir. Oh, look at that. Making, you did. That's how it goes. We, we, flow, we flow by the spirit. That's good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, like, if I have a stomach ache, then it's men's health. That's the next it. Episode. That's it. Right. That's how it works. That's right. Frank, Frank throws stuff at me. Producer Marty <laughs> throws stuff at me all the time. Mm-hmm. He throws deep topics like, what is the philosophy of the man of God and stuff <laughs> like that. And, oh, that's deep. Yeah. That's rabbit hole deep. Rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's rabbit hole deep. You choose the red so, pill or the blue pill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's behind the camera this season because uh, it's, I'm glad because when he comes on, you can't even see it on talking about this guy, but when producer Marty comes on, he, he comes with the deep questions that it takes us a minute to answer and there's silence mm. on the show. So that's not too good for a podcast. It might look good on TV, but not for a podcast. Right. Anyway. That's the kind anyway. of stuff to make you pull over the side of the road. Exactly. <laughs> scratching your head. But anyway, we're going to get to it. Responsibilities of the man of God. Right after this break, this is the Real Man Talk Show. It's 6.42 p.m. Time for Steve Plato and his son Dylan to do the dishes. They talk about everything from the yuckiness of girls to the awesomeness of his soccer team. Sometimes they don't talk at all. Then, hey! the dreaded <laughs> splash fight. It's dad o'clock, and it's the best time of the day. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak. I'd walk. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. I had to tell everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Real Man Talk Show. We are here in Orlando, Florida. We're here for the righteous men of God, the guys that try their best to live a righteous life. Nobody's perfect, but we try, and we celebrate the guys that try. Uh, we talk about things that, that guys are thinking about or going through or need to hear. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that guys need to hear. So in another episode we recently did, we had Roger on here talking about, you know, we all need to do better. Uh, this time we're going to break it down to what are the responsibilities of a man of God? Mm-hmm. And John is here, and he, he, we discussed that uh, back and forth on the phone. I'm sure he talked to you, Frank, about it mm-hmm. some. Yes. So we wanted to chop it up a little bit. So, John, uh, would you like to get us started on this journey into the responsibilities of a man of God? Yeah, absolutely. You know, us men in a whole has lost their way 
you know, a lot of times men like to blame it on, you know, dad issues or mom issues. Mm-hmm. And I could, you know, I can go ahead and raise my hand to that because I, I was one of those guys that blamed the things that my mother did to me and the lack of having a father right. to the reason to why I didn't own up to my responsibilities. You know, a lot, a lot of you guys, you men don't know that um, I was I was once married and divorced. And the reason why I was I got divorced was because I lost my own way. I didn't know how to own up my responsibilities as a husband mm-hmm. to my mm-hmm. ex-wife. Mm-hmm. And I pinned a lot of that to the fact that I was abused growing up by my mom and I didn't have a father growing right. up, which a lot of men contribute uh, their infidelity and them losing their ways to, well, their upbringing or whatnot. Yeah. But if they could Convenient remind... excuse. It's an excuse. It's an excuse. But understand, Christ is a reminder that there is no reason to continue to blame your past if you've already came to Christ. If if you accepted Mm -hmm. Christ as your Lord and Savior, Mm -hmm. then you can't keep pinning your mom or your dad or your upbringing to the fact that why you don't treat your women the way you're supposed to, why you don't raise your kids the way you're supposed to, or why you don't just be the light in the workplace or anywhere you go around. Light in the workplace, you can you can attest yeah. to that, right, Frank? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, like he said, we are we are called to change the pattern, not uh, use it as an excuse. Right. You know, you know, when you look at generational stuff that's going on, because I was there too. You mm-hmm. know, uh, and I've I watched my dad change over the years. Yeah. As to you know, he was an alcoholic, and I, I would just watch my mom just being beat constantly mm-hmm. um, and him going through four marriages Rough. and, and he changed at the end. And then my dad told me one thing because I, I got in his face one time and, you know, and it was, it was an eye opening experience because <clears throat> I was telling him, but you know, this, this, and this, and you, you did this. And, and he looked at me, goes like this, when are you going to stop blaming your future on my past? Wow. He wasn't wow. even he wasn't even walking with the Lord then. Yeah. But it just it, it opened me up and says, listen, that's right. I, I need to take responsibility for me. Yeah. For my family yeah. and for my actions, because yeah. when I stand before the father. Right. He's not going to tell he's not going to ask me what did my father do? What did my wife do? What did my mom do? What did the society around me do? He's going to say, what did you do with what I gave you? That's like that's like uh, being angry at the world because you were somebody beat you up in the second grade. So you're gonna be angry at the world for what happened way back then. But what about now? I mean, that's t- now is today. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely. Men don't own their responsibility at the time that they're expected to. Yeah. You know, as as there's a scripture in, in Ephesians. Ephesians six twenty four says, "For the husband is the head of the wife, and yeah. also Christ is the head of the church." Amen. That is a powerful statement. Yeah. You're, that means you are the head of your wife as Christ was the head of the church. Mm-hmm. Christ being the head of the church took on the full responsibility of how to lead the church. Mm-hmm. That's our job as men to lead our wives. Right. But when you lead them, how do you lead them? You lead them by being the example. Exactly. By getting up, getting up in the morning, by praying to the Father, by how you walk, how you delegate, how you speak, how you love on her, mm-hmm. how you carry yourself when you're, when you're around her. Right. You know, nowadays Men, I wrote a blog recently on this subject on the men God intended mm-hmm. and these men now are picking and choosing who they want to sleep with who they want to take into their bed or maybe they want to date this one for this week and mm-hmm. date another one for that week that is not the way God intended right. when God originally 
made man, he made man first, and then he said, I don't want you to be alone, so I'm going to make woman, solely for woman to support you. He didn't then tell them, well, I want you to date for four or five months and then right. figure out if you guys want to get married. Mm -hmm. No, when he created them, he created them husband and Amen. wife. Amen. And it's convenient, but it has consequences. Sure. You know what I'm saying? You definitely have consequences. Yeah, you can run around and it feels free and easy doing all this stuff you're not supposed to do. But, I mean, you do have responsibilities. If you're going to be a man of God, um, there's a list of things that you are expected to do. Absolutely. Um, mm -hmm. And I do have some notes on that. Um, I have a few things that are here that I found just looking it up. Um, and uh, one of the responsibilities of, of a man of God in the household is not just to take out the trash. No. Mm -hmm. You know, even though my wife expects me to do it, she doesn't right. have the time. You got to take right. out the spiritual trash. Right. There you go. Right. There you go. <laughs> Uh, we're supposed to be praisers. We're supposed to be protectors. We're supposed to be providers. That's right. Provision is, right. is a big thing. Yeah. Um, we're supposed to be the proclaimers That's in the right. house yeah. as, as leaders of, of our household. Absolutely. Um, but just even trying to live a righteous life, like you said, as an example, is a, is a big thing. Mm -hmm. I want to get deeper into our responsibilities of, as men of Christ yeah. when we get into the next Let's go segment. deep. We're going to go deep. That's right. All right. We will be right back. This is The Real Man Talk Show. All right. I'm more resourceful than I thought. My suit can still make an impression. My video games are still game changers. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Now my stuff gets a second chance. And will give someone in my community a second chance too. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. That's goodwill.org. This message brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. The Real Man Talk Show is brought to you by 24 Flicks, your source for entertainment and sports news. You must have thrown a thousand pitches teaching him to hit a home run. Spent countless Saturdays running routes so he could learn to hit an open receiver. Endless afternoons teaching him how to hit the three-pointer. But how much time have you spent teaching him what not to hit? Teaching boys that all violence against women is wrong is one of the most important things a man can do. Learn how to start the conversation at teachearly.org. Brought to you by Futures Without Violence and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Real Man Talk Show. We were, we were talking about um, the responsibilities of the man of God. And, and John, I was going to ask you, we talked on the phone and you went into your, your past a little bit. So why don't you give us a little bit? A snapshot of some of the stuff you told us about of your past. Yeah, yeah. Before yeah. you got into God's arms. Yeah, but yeah, before I, I was introduced to Christ, man, I was just out there doing whatever I wanted to do. I was abused by my mother growing up. I had no father in the picture, and I kind of just kind of figured out life for myself. Something tragic happened to me when I was seven. It forced mm -hmm. me to grow up pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. So very quickly, I was exposed to sex, pornography. And I thought it was just cool to sleep with girls at a young age. Mm -hmm. And that just speed forward led into me just kind of sleeping with whomever, I, whatever woman I, I could mm -hmm. to kind of supplement th that loss, that pain that I had. Mm -hmm. I jumped into relationships early. I had my first child at 19. That lasted for five years with her. Right left her, got married straight from that relationship for mm -hmm. seven years. And then I was never faithful for not, not one six months at a time was I faithful mm -hmm. to my ex-wife. And I struggled with being faithful to her because the relationship mirrored that of my mother. 
But I ran into a brick wall at the end of the seventh year when I realized I don't want to be married to you no more. What am I doing? So Christ is calling me, but I don't know how to respond. I jump into another relationship for another four years, still couldn't commit, still had trouble committing, couldn't even see my own action, what I was doing wrong until my, to the end of that fourth year. I remember, I will never forget this. It was New Year's 2017. I cheated for the last time. Last time I cheated because she found the text messages confirming that I cheated. I had my hands up. I said, you know what? I'm sorry you found it. But that was the end of the old man because then I heard the voice of reasoning to a man, uh, through a man named Les Brown. A friend of mine told me, listen to Les Brown, mm-hmm. and, and you know he was going to inspire me. He speaks about greatness and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I did that, and I heard God's voice of reasoning through him. Mm-hmm. I was convicted with the love of God by turning over to the scriptures and learning about Jesus Christ's per- persecution, which revealed to me things about myself that I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. When I chose to get baptized in April 24, 2017, a week later, I met my wife. And when I met my wife and I saw her, I saw her in a whole new set of eyes. Mm-hmm. And I saw her through the eyes of God with how you're supposed to look at women, how you're supposed to respect them, treat them like how Christ loves the church. That's our job and responsibility as men. If we want to build better families, better services, circumstances. We want God to answer our prayers. It all depends on how are we loving our women? How are we loving the people around us? Women are not meant to be picked like, you know, candy from a basket. You got to be able to love a woman and love her wholeheartedly. And the scripture says that Christ gave himself up for the church. That means that it's our responsibility to give ourselves up for our wives and be the example for our daughters. There's men out there right now who have daughters and swear that their daughters are princesses, but yet they're sleeping with how many other different women? Mm -hmm. How are you being that example to that young lady? Mm -hmm. Do you know one of the things that I love to practice, I love to hold the door for my daughter. I love to tell my daughter how beautiful she is. I love to tell her how great she is, how smart she is. Mm -hmm. Speak into her so she can have that example that when she gets older of the type of man that she's to date. That's, that's the idea. And men have lost their way. That's completely. the truth. But there's a lot of guys out there that, that live that lifestyle, multiple women. I mean, how did it feel when you were doing that? Did you feel a, a pang in your spirit when, it, when that was going you on? Know, I mean, you had a lot of guys' dreams, man. You, you just had any woman you want you know, pretty much. You I'm, know. Not understood, I'm not understood why you got married um, these different times. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it might just be the path that that relationship led to, but yeah, I you, just dream about a lot, it. A lot of times I felt justified by my actions. I felt that, you know, sleeping with women, going to the strip clubs, I felt like that kind of justified uh, the way I felt about myself. It brought me comfort, but it, it was short-lived that I realized that mm-hmm. this was a false sense of comfort. I'm putting myself in this environment that I think it's comforting me, but it's more detrimental to my spirit. It was taking me away from God. So did you feel an emptiness? Oh, most when definitely. When it came down to it, there's an most, emptiness. Most definitely. Man, let me tell you, when I cheated on the, the last girlfriend that I was with and I cheated on her, for the first time, I felt the full weight of what she felt like, of being on the other end. Was she the one that you thought was, was the one? I did. I did. I actually did think that she was the one. I thought that that was the one I was going to marry. Now, surely Christ had a different plan for me, but she was the one that I had to be with her to realize my own self Mm -hmm. because that was the last one that I said I will never hurt again. Mm -hmm. And I remember after I got baptized, I said, I prayed this prayer. I said, Father God, if you allow me to love again, I promise I will never deter from your plan. I will never step away from your instruction. And a week later, he sent me my wife. And sure enough, he sent me a wife that that had her own issues, had her own Mm -hmm. troubles. Because he gave me an assignment, mm-hmm. but because I was convicted by the things that I was doing. Men have to face themselves in the mirror. It's time right. for men to wake up. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Frank? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just it's powerful, to, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, and then you know what? I hear you hear the story a lot in different scenarios. Yeah, say, wh- wh- whether it was before. womanizing, yeah. whether it was drugs, whether mm-hmm. it was power and money, yeah. you know, you hear it all throughout the same thing. Mm-hmm. But it, it's the one thing that he said is that he was confronted with the Holy Spirit. Right. God, yeah. God moved upon his heart because those things are temporary. Right. You know, they bring temporary satisfaction mm-hmm. to a destructive world. Mm-hmm. In- instead of the Holy Spirit, he brings satisfaction to your whole world in the midst of little temporary de- destruction. There's, there's nothing underneath it. It's just... Right. Just and no the, the, the man core. of God, David, a man after God's own heart, who you would say, you look at his, his life and you look at the way he sinned. I mean, you, you're talking about one or two chapters of just adultery, murder, ruining his whole family's legacy mm-hmm. and all of a matter of time. But there was one difference between him and Saul. They were both kings. But when Saul lost his kingdom, he went to a witch for answers mm. because he wanted his kingdom back. Mm-hmm. But when David sinned and was confronted by another man of God, a, a brother who sharpens iron and says, you're that man, he ripped his clothes and he said, Lord, take everything from me. Just don't take your spirit from me. Amen. That was the difference between those two men right there. And when men face that reality, that's the decision you have to make. Do I want God or the world? And look at and, and we talk about David, the very first psalm in the Bi- in the Bible, mm-hmm. the first three verses. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seal of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And he, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaves also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Amen. Amen. And you look at David. This is, this is the first psalm. Mm-hmm. And what David went through, now we could use what David went through as an excuse, and I've seen men do this. Yep. Oh, God will forgive me. Mm-hmm. That's where the rubber meets the road. Amen. That's where the rubber meets the road. Right. You know, are, are you in this to really serve God and occasionally slip up and run back to his love? Or are you using God as a crutch to do what you want to do? Amen. And like he had confronted, finally he confronted a real face-to-face meeting with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and he was gripped. And in that, he doesn't see what he's done. God shows him what, what he's done to God, because when God says that we sin, we sin against him, but before others. That's in the scripture. Uh, and he finally realized what he's done to his wife, the women that he was with, but he's like, now I realize, God, I didn't do this against the women. I did this against you. You, you know, we're going we're gonna to continue this after this break. This is The Real Man Talk Show. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. <laughs> Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. 
you're busy. Which is great, because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh my, I read that wrong. <laughs> they can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test, because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Roommate Talk Show, we are back. <laughs> uh, we are here with John and Frank, and we are talking about uh, men living up to the responsibilities of God. Um, we were talking about John's background and a lot of guys' background of just sure. having all the women they want. Frank related that could be drugs or any other thing. Mm-hmm. And then finally the Holy Spirit revealed itself to John and really re- un- removed the veil from his eyes. Talk about that that you were, you were talking about. Yeah, when I first realized in my last relationship before I got married, just the the extent of what I was doing hurt the woman that I was with. I realized that it wasn't just her I was hurting. I was actually offending God. Mm-hmm. I was offending God with the way I carried myself and my behavior. And then when you realize that as a man, that it's God that's the one that you're disrespecting, that you're offending, that weight no one can bear. Right. That's too much. Mm-hmm. It's enough to convict your soul. And I think that a lot of men are not being uh, appro- approached with that. You know, that's why I speak openly about the old man that I was and the new man. Like when I'm, me and my my wife, we got married about three months ago. June 25th is when we got married. And let me tell you, marriage has been the best thing that I've ever experienced. Amen. The best way to get to know God mm-hmm. is by getting to know your wife, Amen. by getting to know your husband, by that union. It's the reason why he created marriage, to be that example, mm-hmm. to show the relationship between him and us. That's supposed that, to be. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's the whole idea. Mm -hmm. And men, a lot of times, they don't see what it is that they're doing and how it's affecting women. Mm -hmm. And they want to blame it on women. Well, you know, women are this way. Women are that way. They're that way because someone else hurt them. When I met my wife, I met my wife abused. She was abused sexually, physically, and mentally, Mm -hmm. right? That's nothing that, that, that what type of, you know, you have to handle the weight of that. But it takes a godly man to be able to heal a woman who's been hurt that way. Amen. Now, mind you, these men go and sleep with these women. Do you know her resume? Do you know what her background is? Right. Do you know who, who she slept with? Maybe her father hurt her. Maybe she was abused. You don't even know anything about her, but yet you sleep with her. Right. When you sleep with her, you, down, you download all that information. That's right. You now make that a part of yourself right. and then take that and then share that with another woman mm-hmm. who maybe will go home to her husband. Right? You got people who are in relationships, maybe married seven years, got a mistress for the same amount of time. Ridiculous. You're, they're, they're hurting families. When I went mm-hmm. to the Christian Film Festival back in May, I was given a gift called the First Hour for Men. I'm networking. I'm walking around. It's the most amazing event festival I've ever been a part of. I was given the gift called the First Hour for Men. And when I read this book, it's a study guide, a 30-day study guide for men. When I took it home and I read this book about a guy named Mark Cook and how he took him down from his million-dollar home that he had. He was a millionaire, ex-director, uh, producer. Mm-hmm. Read, this, read what his testimony was. It was a 30-day study guide. Three days into the study guide, I was on my knees praying to the Father in my scriptures. My wife got got up every morning at 5.55 and saw me on my knees praying to the Father, reading my scriptures. I was transformed. Mm. Something intimate happens when us men get up in the morning and pray to the Father for our first hour of our day. Our women are looking at us Mm. like, look at my husband. Look at the example that he's being. That's how we transform them by 
transforming ourselves. Amen. Be not conformed to this world, but be mm -hmm. transformed by the renewal of your mind. Mm -hmm. Men got to wake up. It starts with us. That's right. It starts with us. Frank, what would you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, the same thing, what he's relating to, you know, women and wives and relationships. It's like it's like a full circle and God's mm -hmm. in the middle. You know, you have the church, your job, your your buddies, your wife, your children. Right. But like you said, what you're doing, example, that first hour of the day, you know, what the life that you're living affects all Absolutely. Of the, of the whole Truth. circle. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The whole circle. Absolutely. And, and, and if one is out of balance. That's right. It, it's like a, a, if a tire is out of balance, you're going to feel your car going like this. Absolutely. Well, if, if, if any of that is out of balance, you're going to feel your life going like this. Right. And because if, if you're not living, if you're, trying, if you're trying to live righteous at home, but you're not living righteous at work, it's going to eventually affect shake oh. up the home mm -hmm. that's right and the same thing with the church a lot mm -hmm. of people will i've seen many ministers where their world and their ministry becomes more important than god their family their work absolutely many and ministers. so you know it has to be your tire always has to be balanced for right. your car to run without shaking and, and that's what this study guy stands for god first family second career third right. it mm -hmm. cannot be taken out of order mm -hmm. men got to understand by giving god the first hour of your day you're setting yourself up for success for the day by giving him your first hour by coming to him putting on the armor of god as it right. says in ephesians asking for forgiveness from the day prior asking for refillment of the holy spirit and then take care of your temple exercise in the morning and then let the holy spirit guide your day so that Therefore, your helmet won't get knocked off when the enemy's coming at you with his blazing missiles. Amen. Because get, let's, 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 let's face this, fellas. The enemy comes at us all the time. Constant. Directly, constantly. And constantly. he comes directly for our minds. He loves attacking the mind because it's the easiest thing to get to. He doesn't really come at men's hearts. That's what he does with women. Right. He comes directly at women's hearts. They get all emotional. They're emotional wreck. And then they come to us and, and, and take us off our guard, right? Mm -hmm. But when our helmet is on, when we put on that helmet of salvation every morning, now we're guarding ourselves putting the armor on ready to face the enemy and all of his attacks Amen. you think as married men we're not getting approached by women women approach married men more than they do single men they do they love that that's because the they see a man that's like man this guy got it together right because he's married right and they love that but it's like sorry sister you know let me drop a couple of scriptures on you and you need to go to your, talk to there your you pastor and run you know, right don't away. come at me with that they'll run right mm -hmm. away you know right John, i just want to thank you so much for being with us Again, can you talk about the book? That just give us a plug for the book. Absolutely, uh, the book is called "The First Hour for Men." Forward, written by Richard DeVos. Um, the author is Mark W. Cook, very good brother of mine. I'm an outreach partner. This is our uh, this is our mission, and um, this is part of our ministry where we where we devote this this book to men, giving the first thirty days of their month. In the first hour of their day to God Amen. by following the this simple study guide. They can go to jnicholas.thefirsthour.com to receive the copy. J uh, J N I C O L A S dot the first hour dot com where they can receive this copy and truly take this commitment because this thing is sweeping the nation. There's already over 150,000 copies out awesome. in 27 states. Yeah. And man, it's time for us to just change our ways and be the men that God expects us to be. Awesome. Yes. Thank you so much for, for joining us today and sharing that with no, us. Thank for you. Sure. Thank you for a copy of the book. I will Absolutely. definitely get into that. Absolutely. Frank, as always, thank you for your faithfulness and being here Blessed once to be again. Here. Absolutely. After a late night, early morning, big cup of coffee, <laughs> you're good, right? That's right. I'm good. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you guys for joining us for the Real Man Talk Show. We are blowing up on Instagram, 
Our numbers are doubled in the last month, and I want to thank you so much. Real Men Talk Show on Instagram, also on Facebook. Click it, join it. If you want to reach us, realmentalkshow at gmail.com. We are the Real Men Talk Show, representing the real men of Christ. And I thank you for joining us. Have a great day.